0: Jesus was abandoned. Jesus teaches us how to deal with abandonment and rejection. At the beginning of the lowest point of his life on earth, no one was there to support him but his Father in heaven. Welcome to Crosswords. This is a podcast about practical Christianity. Emphasis on practical. How to put Jesus' words into practice. What does it look like to walk in Jesus' footsteps? As Christians, we live in a culture hostile to righteousness, self-control, and God's judgment. Righteousness because we don't get good messages about what good moral values ought to be. Hostile against self-control because we all make excuses for our behavior as opposed to saying no to sin. And hostile to God's judgment to come because we're usually afraid to talk about death, hell, and judgment, something Jesus spoke of frequently. So in this podcast, we're going to get your mind and your heart in line with Jesus' words and way because He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only one who can get us out of this world alive. All scriptures quoted will be from the New International Version. You can follow me on Twitter at Kingdom underscore Saint. Walk with the Lord and be a blessing. Matthew 26, through 56 reads, In that hour, Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching, and you did not arrest me. But this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. At the beginning of the lowest point of Jesus' life on earth, no one was there to support him but his Father in heaven. Isaiah 53 verse 3 will say, He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. The Son of God in the flesh was someone deeply familiar with the vulnerabilities of the flesh that we so dislike. He knew he was not going to win a popularity contest when he came here, and that he would experience a bitter betrayal by those those he loved the most. But that didn't stop him from showing us the full extent of his love. John chapter 1, verse 10 and 11 will say, He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. At many points in your life, you may feel abandoned and rejected, even by those who you think would be the closest to you. It's part of our human experience. How do we deal with this hurt? How do we deal with the rejection? What does it look like? to follow in the footsteps of Jesus and imitate Him as we also experience abandonment and rejection. I've got three points for you. Number one, acknowledge your past hurt. You may think or have been told that you just need to keep moving forward and leave the past in the past. Does this really help you cope with your feelings? You can't really think your feelings away. I've tried. It just leaves you wallowing in them even more. Jesus was honest with his feelings. He didn't try to look strong by hiding them. Matthew 26, verse 37 and 38 says, He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him when we went to pray in the garden, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. And then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Our culture tells us to swallow the pain and mask it with a smile stuff everything in a box, swallow it. But does this deal with the trauma your feelings create in your mind and in your body effectively? As we see, Jesus owned the hurt and he shared it freely. It didn't matter how others would react or even if they understood. He owned it and he was assertive with it. This is how I feel right now. Can you be with me? Can you share this moment with me? We must own the hurt and even bask in it as you would bask in the sun on a breezy warm day at the beach. Feel it. Feel it deeply. Drink deeply from that same bitterness Jesus drank. Let go of your pride and accept your vulnerability. Accept the humiliation that comes with it. You are a human being. You can be hurt. You are vulnerable, but you can also grow tremendously from these experiences. Psalm 34, verse 17 and 18 will say, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. (laughs) So it's a good place to be at the bottom of the barrel, scraping the dregs at the bottom. That's where God most often meets with you. You see, Jesus didn't feel guilty or ashamed for feeling the way he felt. He didn't excuse it or explain it away. He didn't justify why he felt that way. He just felt it, and he communicated it. You're not at fault for having been abandoned or for feeling rejected. You're not bad. You're not weak. You're not unworthy. Just because you're experiencing this hurt, this abandonment, or this rejection, just acknowledge it. Own it. It's your curriculum, your path, your hurt. Know it well because it can become a rich source of ministry. As Hebrews chapter 2 verse 18 says, because he himself suffered speaking about Jesus when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. If you like this podcast, please show your support by clicking on the support link on my Anchor FM profile. You will find the link listed in the description of the podcast on your favorite podcast app. With your support, I will continue to produce authentic Christian content as the Lord allows me to do. The second thing I learn as I follow in Jesus' footsteps in his example, is to remember that you're not alone. Everyone who is human has vulnerabilities, and many don't deal with them in a healthy way and may appear to live without hurts or disappointments. But that's a facade. Someone who doesn't willingly accept and appreciate their vulnerability and pain won't be able to enjoy the full spectrum of human experience and deepen their relationships depth of fellowship just cannot be attained without accepting vulnerabilities and without being fully transparent as you follow Jesus in the light as first John 1 7 says we begin this acceptance of our human condition in deep prayer with the Lord only he knows and can relate with the depth of your experience this is what Jesus illustrated during his toughest our Luke twenty two forty four says, being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. God knows the breadth and the depth of your hurt, even more than you do, and helps you out as you seek to be close to him, seeking him out in everything. Paul experienced abandonment and he knew he was not alone, even though he says everyone deserted him in 2 Timothy 4, 16 and 17. It reads, at my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through the message, excuse me, so that through me, the message might be fully proclaimed. And all the Gentiles might hear it, and I was delivered from the lion's mouth. So, you want to let love in that's the third and final point I learned here. Let love in horizontal relationships without the guidance and foundation of our vertical relationship with Jesus, the Spirit, and the Father can leave us feeling abandoned and shipwrecked. And your tendency may be to put up walls and become bitter or antisocial, shutting yourself out for fear of hurting again. But remember that past hurt, accepted and acknowledged, turns into strength of ministry in Jesus Christ. Remember Hebrews 2.18, because he himself suffered when he was tempted He is able to help those who are being tempted. This is an example Jesus left for us to follow. Let the love of God in and let it give you strength through the lows of your life. We read in Hebrews 5, 7 through 9, during the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Son, though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. As we see from this passage, Jesus needs to be the source of our love of everything. It won't come as a fleeting feeling, but it's a decision you can make. It's a conviction based on faith. Believing Jesus went through this experience, this human vulnerable experience, just for you so that now you can be empowered as you obey him. This is the real love you need to let into your life to mitigate any vulnerabilities you face. You all know that the source of love, Jesus, the Father, the Spirit, is not an emotion but it's a decision unto action. As described in first Corinthians thirteen, four through eight, Love is patient, kind, not envying, not boasting, not arrogant, honoring others, not self-seeking, not easily angered, not holding a vendetta, not delighting in evil, but rejoicing with the truth, always protecting, always trusting, always hoping always persevering. Love never fails. And this is something you can do even as you feel the pain of betrayal and abandonment. This is what compelled Jesus to go through the experience of being beaten, crucified, despite us all abandoning him and turning our backs at times, even now. Let his love in. How? How do you do that? By accepting compliments, even though your heart tells you not to trust, accepting hugs, even though your heart accuses you or them of being hypocrites, accepting prayers, even though you may not have the faith or self-confidence to feel worthy of them or believe that they will do anything for you, grow in your unbelief by letting his love in, by accepting love in all the forms that it may be given to you, even a look of concern someone may have, even a hand on your shoulder. You may think you're exposing yourself all over again to being hurt or betrayed. But remember, this is a human condition. It's a vulnerability we have to accept in order to experience the richness of relationships. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, be strong and courageous don't be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. <coughs> we also read in 1 Chronicles twenty-eight twenty, David also said to Solomon his son, Be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. These are great words of encouragement for us to remain strong and courageous. Though our heart may be feeling tempted by betrayal, by abandonment, we have to keep our eye on Jesus. And remember to follow him in these footsteps. At the lowest point in our lives, Jesus is with us and will teach us how to behave, what to think during these lows, so that when we come out of these lows, we're ready for the ministry that will bring him glory. Thank you very much for listening. I hope the Lord gave you insight into conforming to Jesus with today's message. I always appreciate feedback. You can send me your thoughts, musings, and comments directly through the Anchor app. You can also contact me on Twitter at Kingdom underscore Saint. Walk with the Lord today and be a blessing.